Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm Chaplain Grace Stallworth, your host for today's program. In today's program, we continue our series about college student-athletes walking the walk. My guest is Ralph Patterson, and he comes with a range of experiences with college athletes. Well, Ralph, you've got a lot of experience around college athletes and uh, athletics. Uh, tell us a little bit about your path to your present position as athletic director at Newberry College. Well, my, my pleasure. Um, and, and really, it's it's been a uh, an unbelievable journey. But but I'd like to go back in time to when I was a kid to to start this journey. My my father okay. was the Episcopal chaplain at the University of Colorado, and he was also the public address announcer at Colorado athletic events for football, baseball, mm. basketball, track and field. They had it. Uh, he announced it. He was also wow. a chaplain for the for the Buff Club. For um, you know, the he did a lot of things. You know, for the. For the kids at Colorado, and we often had football players live at our house when I was little. Wow! And I thought that was a cool thing. Not till I got older did I know that the reason they were at our house is because they got kicked out of their dorm, and uh, <laughs> Father Patterson took them in, and because they wow. knew that Dad would take care of them and also uh, give them some tough love. And, and wow! So I I paid uh, a lot of attention. Uh, from the get-go, from when I was a little boy going to ball games with my dad and then getting to interact with people in the athletic department. And, and so from the, the start of, of just when I remember anything, it, it was me following, hold on to my dad's coattails, going to ball games and, and, and being around it uh, forever. And then as I, I got older and, and uh and I got into coaching. I coached there at the University of Colorado, which was uh, in basketball, which was incredibly cool for me because I got to coach at a place where I grew up and where I dreamed of, of being and, and uh, just a, a phenomenal experience. And, 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 and then I moved on to coach at Appalachian State. Uh, and then, uh, and then the, so I was a Division One assistant coach for 11 years, and that's after being a high school coach uh, for four years. And then I went to Erskine to be the head coach. And, and when I got out of coaching, I wanted to get into athletic administration, but it, it wasn't uh, that opportunity uh, wasn't there at the time. Although when I was coaching, the guy that hired me at Erskine, Bill Lassain, came in and told me, he said, I've got good news and bad news for you. The good news is that I'm retiring. The bad news is that they're going to make you the athletic director. <laughs> and and I didn't want to be AD and coach uh, because I knew right. people that had both roles. And, and you know, the, the, the mountain of legislation and paperwork and, and uh, things like that, it's really hard to do both. And, sure, and so, sure. Uh, but as, as I got out of coaching and, and started doing other things, you know, I, I, I got into radio and TV, and, and which was another blessing because 
I got when I got out of coaching, I wanted to stay involved in athletics, and, and all of a sudden I'm hosting my own sports radio show, um, uh, daily show. Had did it for four years, and I had the chance to do a lot of television, which I, I still do some, and and but that that kept me uh, kind of in the game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and sure. Uh, and and then I got into development. I, I worked my way up to VP for advancement at Erskine, and then took the same job at Lander. And and then when uh, a door opened up for me that was opened by the Lord to go to Newberry to be the director of athletics, I spreaded through that door. I didn't ease my way through it. I <laughs> I jumped through it. And and so all of my my coaching, all of my uh, activities as a kid, um, and, and then in, even in development and, and trying to be a fundraiser, all of those things helped prepare me to be an athletic director. And, and because I, 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 I share and I take on those experiences, and, or take from those experiences, and and uh, and all of those uh, have helped me every single day uh, with with all the responsibilities I, I have. At, at Newberry, so really the, um, the it was a, a goofy path, um, and and I never uh, went to school to be an athletic director, but but like some do, um, but the the fact that I was just in the right place at the right time when the Lord was ready for me to make that move, I was at least smart enough to hear Him and uh, and step step towards it. Well, the Lord just has such plans and. He lays them out, and his timing is always perfect. So um, I love this. I love your path, Ralph. That yeah, is, it's that a, is so it's interesting. It's a crazy path, it's but, a, but but a fun one too. And I would, I really would. It trade, is. You know, I've 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 had some in, incredibly thrilling things happen. I've I've been knocked down a bunch, and but you get up, and 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 that's one thing that athletics does teach you. Uh, to it's okay to get beat. It's okay to get. That's beat. right. And it's even better to get back up and, and keep going. And, and so well, that's true. That wow. learned, the hard lessons and the easy ones, um, you know, helped uh, helped me, and uh, and 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 they continue to help me. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Well, you you um, obviously have some great memories there at uh, in Colorado uh, with your dad and and some of the athletes there. Uh, what are some other um, you know, great memories or favorite memories with with athletes. That uh, tell us tell us one other one that that kind of comes to mind. Well, since you're a Presbyterian blue hose, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story about one of my Erskine teams uh, beating uh, Presbyterian. And oh. keep in mind that that Greg Nybert, who was the men's basketball coach at, at PC for 29 years, is one of my best friends, and, yes, okay, and I am okay. thrilled that right now he's working for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, he loves what he's doing, and uh, I talk or text with him uh, just about every day. And, yeah. uh, but when, when I was coaching against him, we had a player from Irmo High School named Joey Harper who played for one of the best high school coaches in America, Tim Whipple at Irmo High School. And they had been really successful, played with B.J. Mackey, who went on to be the 
and we happen to win this this uh, this game. <laughs> and this is before. This is probably 1995. So uh, I don't think we had cell phones then, and, and so it was way before you could text anybody and all that kind of stuff. But we won the game, um, uh, and it was at PC. And the next day, uh, Joey, my my the one on my team, called. Uh-huh his brother at, at his dorm at PC just to share, do a little brotherly love. And, and, uh, yes. and, and his little brother answered the phone and, and they were up. Mac was, uh, had just finished. Uh, they, they practiced at 5 a.m. the next morning <laughs> and coach Nybert ran them and did all sorts of stuff to them. Um, because they didn't like losing to Erskine, and right, uh, and then they went on to win about the next twelve games, and and went on to win their league and go into the NCAA tournament. And uh, but the 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 part about the the Harper brothers, you know, they were just wonderful guys, and it was a pleasure to coach uh, Joey. He's now Joe. Um, and and his brother was just the same. Two of the best guys uh, that you could ever coach, and and they competed hard against each other. Um, both had important roles on the team. And now, what I'm most proud of, uh, Gray, is is the kind of guys that they are right now. They're both strong, devout Christians, good uh, good fathers, good husbands. Um, and, and really active in their churches, and, and that's the part that, that I love the most is that that they have uh, uh, they went through college and competed like crazy, and, and but now the Lord is in their life and mm. and um, and leading them, and that's that's really what it's all about. Well, no doubt that both you and uh, Greg had had something to do with that, so. Uh... Uh, that, that is great. That's great. Well, I want to talk a little bit about athletes, you know, in their walk of faith on the college campus. It's got to be a real challenge to stay committed to that walk. What are some of the pressures or challenges these young men and women face in their faith walk when they arrive on the college campus and, and begin their, their athletic career there? Well, and, and there's a, a couple ways for me to answer that. If 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 their walk with the Lord is legit, it's no problem. Um, they don't have problems. Um, but you know, I, I always thank God for putting His people in my path, and I hope that I can be someone that He sends someone else to, so that you know, perhaps I can help the Lord do His work. Uh, mm-hmm. But but there's no question for the the kids today. Um, there are more distractions now than ever before. Everybody's mm-hmm. got gadgets and iPhones and tablets and Apple Watches. I even had an Apple Watch, and I gave it to one of my sons because it was just too <laughs> much for me. And and social media, I never had to worry about that. And now, you know, there's so many distractions. So the, the biggest challenge is to stay connected, in my opinion, uh, to good people and, and to mm-hmm. – to be with people that not only embrace what you're doing but but encourage it and and if you're not with with uh, 
that type of person, then maybe maybe you're hanging out with the wrong guys. And and so, but but I I understand the the, the question and about the, all the challenges to stay committed to that walk. But if if your walk is is legit. Um, you're not going to have a problem uh, with it, and nor should you uh, let some of those other distractions uh, get in your way. You put, you walk with the Lord, and 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 you just stay with Him. And and but but there's there's no question that that there are some difficulties, and not just for the kids in college, but but for everybody. Um, but you just mm-hmm. pray that the Lord puts good people in their path. And you also hope that that uh, you can be the a person uh, that he sends to somebody else to help them too. Ralph, I um, you know, I'm hearing from people that you know the the time demands on the college athlete, whether they're playing basketball or lacrosse or swimming or whatever it is, are just huge. So even if I'm a devout, strong Christian, when I get into this time management thing, I'm I'm gonna have I, I'm gonna have to work pretty hard to find some time to to pray, to study, um, you know, and to keep that part of my walk alive. So you know, is it is it you know, those good people around probably makes a big difference in that because they're probably gonna support that need. No question. Well, and that's yeah. why I'm blessed to work at Newberry College. Uh, we're a, you know, a, we're a private uh, Christian liberal arts school. We're uh, affiliated with the Lutheran Church, and, and you know, if you have the right coach, and in most cases, uh, I think we do. And I'll give uh, one example: Todd Knight, our football coach. Um, I shared with you the. You know, we won the South Atlantic Conference uh, mm-hmm. football championship uh, two seasons ago, and, and uh, on the championship ring uh, that we have that, that shows the, you know, the 2016 South Atlantic Conference championship, but around the rim of the ring it says "Drop Kick Me Jesus," and yeah. you know, our our football team uh, prays, uh, meets with our chaplain. Um, Prior to every game, if, if you've ever, uh, if you've been on our campus lately, the main entrance there's a, a circle drive and there's a big statue of a, of a howling wolf uh, right in the, the middle of the circle, right near a fountain. And our football team meets there uh, several hours before the game, and and Pastor Ernie is there to give a devotion and and pray with them, and then he also meets with them on the field after the game, win or lose. Mm-hmm. And when we won the championship, uh, we clinched the championship by defeating uh, uh, Wingate um, at home on the, the last Saturday of the regular season. They did the Lord's Prayer, and then the players started yelling at Pastor Ernie. They wanted to sing Drop Kick Me Jesus, and <laughs> so they did. And, right. and it was so cool that, you know, in this day and age, you, you see so much of it's all about me and, and you know, uh, bump your chest and, and and I'm the guy, I'm the reason we won. Well, our guys recognized that they weren't the reason that we won. And, and 
they they thanked the Lord and did the Lord's prayer, and then they they sang "Drop Kick Me Jesus" through the goalposts of life, and <laughs> and it just it was so cool to see our guys celebrate that uh, in compared to how other teams celebrate, and and that's when I really knew that I was in the right place, uh, and couldn't have been prouder that that I was the athletic director at Newberry because of the way that our football coach and his team celebrated a championship. It was really cool. That is great. I, lo- I love that as well. That's a that's a great uh, story, and I hope that hope that that'll continue and that there'll be some more more teams that uh, get to do the same thing. <laughs> Well, and I can I give you some examples of some of our other programs too, and 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 we have some we have some strong uh, Christian coaches. Um, I, I wouldn't say that that uh, we're there completely with all of our coaches, but we have good people uh, doing good things, and 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 we have a chapel service every every Wednesday at 10 a.m. No classes are held on Wednesdays at 10 at Newberry so that our students, faculty, and staff can attend a chapel. And, and, hmm. and our, uh, our, our pastor does things for each of our athletic teams where they'll come down and, and I might give a devotion or the coach might or, or someone else might, and they bring the team down and, and then everybody in the, in the chapel circles them and, and hmm. we pray for them. And it's just, wow. it's really cool. And it's just so refreshing to be at a, an institution like that where that's just a common thing. Absolutely. Uh, to do that. And that's all because of Pastor Ernie. Well, Ralph, you mentioned the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and Greg being associated with them. I know you've been a supporter of FCA for a long time. And so obviously there's some, there's some attraction for kids on a faith walk to join that. Is there, both of my sons, while in college, and they both uh, did their undergrad uh, at College of Charleston, both of them got involved in, in campus outreach and Christian ministry, and and mm-hmm. and that that real they loved all of the activities uh, through campus outreach as much as anything that they did while they're at college, and both of them ended up. Uh, doing mission uh, trips uh, with campus outreach, and, and yeah, and my my youngest son Ricky is in his last semester of of graduate school at Appalachian State, and and he's starting to interview for jobs, and one of the jobs that he's interested in in a certain school, he said, Dad, you know they're starting campus outreach, and if I got the job there, I could help with that, and mm. and which makes me just wow. feel. You know, you know, really proud. But to, to your question about is there uh, pressure or, or adverse pressure, I I don't see that. Although you know, I'm sure that the, there are some, and I I know that that there are a lot of kids that uh, don't participate in FCA. But the mm-hmm. that's uh, and that's okay. You know, you want um, FCA is for uh, kids that. Uh, and and adults, uh, coaches, staff uh, that that are are ready to to hear uh, God's word and to fellowship and and then it's on them to invite some of their friends. So 
to come mm-hmm. and, and join them, and that's the, that's one of the best things about FCA or, or any college ministry or, or really any ministry at all is is once that that you know that you're in a good place, we're supposed to grab somebody and bring them along with us. And, and that's, that's right. So so I see that all the time. We have a a good FCA at Newberry, and and you know it, uh, I worked at. at at Lander and at Erskine, and both of those schools have FCA programs, and and uh, and you know, and I, I was at the University of Colorado when Bill McCartney uh, started mm. Promise Keepers. Okay. Um, and okay. He was the football coach. I was an assistant basketball coach at the same mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. the first time I met him, he had just been hired as the football coach, and and my dad was the chaplain of the Buff Club, and he spoke to the Buff Club, and he said, I just met a Patterson. I said, that was probably my dad. Did he do the invocation? He said, yeah, and he grabs me and pulls my my pulls my pulls hand up to his chest, and now we're nose to nose, and he said, how's your walk with the Lord? And, oh. and I have known him for about 35 seconds. <laughs> and, That's right. And, and he threw that at me, and I'm thinking, wow. Uh, yes. This is awesome, <laughs> and and so it just it, it takes you know once once you you have a strong enough belief that you don't really uh, worry about what other people uh, say about you, you know you're doing the right thing when when you want to share uh, God's love, and that's what it's all about. Oh, that's great. That's great. Thank you. Well, um, you know, I think you you addressed the the. Uh, uh, question I had about, you know, the biggest challenge. I, I think we, we've talked a little bit about that. So I, you know, I, I think some of the success stories like, like, uh, the Harper brothers are, are something that's, are, that can be very encouraging to, to others. Uh, is there another success story of somebody on campus, uh, that, uh, that you could share with us, uh, in, in how, how their walk? I've got a great story. When I, my first year, as head coach at Erskine, uh, our best player was named Joey Rice, and he played his high school basketball at Westside in, in Anderson. And uh, my my first two games as a new head coach, we lost. We lost to two really good teams. We lost to Augusta State, who had been Division One, dropped down to Division Two, so they they basically had a D1 team. And then we yeah. lost to USC Aiken, who won the Peach Belt that year. Hmm. And then, so we're 0-2. And, and then the next game, we beat Lander uh, in my home opener. And then we beat USC Aiken in triple overtime, who we had just lost to a week before that. So now we're 2-2, two and, two and, and, and now I'm feeling like everything's going to be okay. And <laughs> a couple nights later, uh, our best player, Joey Rice, was in Greenwood at a nightclub uh, that has a different name about every six months out near the Civic Center, <laughs> a little cinder block yeah. building. Um, he got shot in the head. He was in the mm-hmm. wrong place at the wrong time. And, you know, when I went through college, I didn't take a class on how do you deal with when your best player gets <laughs> shot in the head four games <laughs> yeah. into your season. Wow. Uh, or into your, your uh, first year as a head coach. And so – you know, now all of a sudden I'm dealing with with he's fighting for his life, and now I've got a, a team to coach, and 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 I'm going, you know, God, what 
what am I supposed to do? And 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 really the the as later I find out that I needed to be there to help all these kids through that. And mm-hmm. and but a little bit later on we were going through the season and, and our, our to to now Joey Rice is fine, but he was in a coma for a couple of weeks. Uh, obviously, he missed that year. He came back the next year and played after having brain surgery to remove uh, bullet fragments from his head, and 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 now he's doing well. He's a father and and uh, wow and and married and just doing great. I couldn't be uh, prouder of him. But mm. at one point in practice during that season, we didn't. I didn't feel like practicing. And so we're out on the court getting ready to practice. I think we're just wasting our time, so I blow the whistle. I said, guys, let's just have a talk. And we go down and sit in the bleachers. And we start talking about, you know, their their best friend or one of their best friends mm-hmm. is still in the hospital with a, you know, a brain injury. And, 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 you know, we're not as good without him, obviously, because he was our best player. And, and I and I didn't think we needed to practice. I thought we just needed to talk. And mm. and I said at that time, I said uh, we started talking about our faith. And I started talking about my faith. And I said that I wish I had a better relationship with Jesus. And I said that's something that I need to work on. And and we had a wonderful discussion. You know, and, and not everybody spoke, but it was just a. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. we were getting more done uh, at that time than we could have been practicing on the floor. And then we had a player on that team named Brian Bolt. And the next day, Brian knocks on his coach's office door. And he and I wasn't there. I was running around campus doing something else. So I get back to my office. And there's a, a little envelope under my door, and I open it up, and it's a note from Brian. And he said, Coach, if you want a, a better relationship with Jesus, pray this prayer. And <laughs> and, and and when you consider that a player on a college team had the courage and conviction to do that for his coach, mm-hmm. which is unbelievable to me. Still is, mm. and then fast forward a couple years later, after he gets out of college, um, and he was coaching. He was a high school basketball coach, and in fact, he coached a little bit at uh, Greenwood Christian. And mm. um, but all, and I was working at Erskine at the time as vice president for advancement. And on on a certain day, on Wednesdays. Uh, they had a big seminary class, so a lot of seminary students were there on Wednesdays. And I see Brian Bolt walk in to the dining hall on a Wednesday, and I just saw him, and I just started laughing. And I said, I went up to him, and I said, Brian, you're going to be a preacher, aren't you? <laughs> and he said, yes, sir. And I just hugged <laughs> him, and I said, I've known you were going to do that since the day you gave me that card. And and, and I still, and he's now a He's a associate reformed Presbyterian pastor uh, in uh, Fayetteville, Tennessee, and he was the pastor at Greenwood ARP Church for a while. And then he took the hmm. uh, he took the job in in Tennessee. But 
How cool is that, that one of my own players that's right. uh, wanted to help me become a better Christian? Oh, that's great. That's great. There again, you know, God just, his plans and, and, uh, it just, uh, just amazing how, how things unfold. So, um, gosh, well, Ralph, that is great. I, I just so enjoyed, uh, chatting with you about this. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, these young men and women, uh, I'm very proud of those that, that, uh, stick with their faith, that, that are strong, that, that struggle through things like what you've talked about and come out on the other end, uh, a stronger, better, uh, young man, young woman. Thank you for being with us today, Ralph. And I enjoyed doing it. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Ralph Patterson, currently the athletic director at Newberry College in Newberry, South Carolina. Thanks for listening. Training for Godliness is a podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. You can find our website at spiritualfitnessministries.com and our blog at chaplaingray.blogspot.com. Remember, His faithful love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.